Sports presents the Pick 6 Podcast, featuring CBS NFL writers Pete Prisco and Will Brinson, NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, and host Nick Costos. You want NFL talk? We've got NFL talk. From training camp to the Super Bowl and through the NFL draft, our fearsome foursome has you covered. This is the Pick 6 Podcast. Week 3 NFL Sunday edition of the Pick 6. Nick, Will, and Pete Jason set to join us shortly. I would just like to toss this out there, Will Brinson, to the crowd who says the NFL product sucks. Suck it, because the NFL product was phenomenal today, phenomenal on Thursday night. What a week three it's been thus far. Yeah, suck it, nerds. Yeah, nerds. Here's the problem. And I get it. The first two weeks were bad. It wasn't fun to watch football. I I disagree with that to a large degree, but I understand Uh, what you're saying. The quality play wasn't good. Teams were sloppy. The games were slow. Points weren't being scored. And, of course, because this is how it works when you talk about the NFL, everybody who loves, you know, the Pete Priskers of the world who just crave attention have to get up on their soapboxes and say, you know, the NFL is encountering a real problem here. It's a long term. The fat hogs are being slaughtered and it's about time they're getting their justice hurts. Suck it, nerds. It's not happening. Football rules. You guys are clowns. Look, the game is always going to be number one. It always will be. I don't care what anybody tries to pick the sport apart. It'll always be number one. But the first two weeks stunk. I mean, the first two weeks were bad. And we said that today. We were sitting in the green room at the end of the 1 o'clock games, and we said, my God, this is fantastic. It was great Mm -hmm. theater, 61-yard field goal to win a game. Well, that one wasn't so fun for yours truly, but, yeah, I got you. But, you know, it was just a great Sunday, and the game was better. And a lot of that has to do with the fact it takes time for offensive linemen now to start working well together and making plays. And we're starting to see the offense catch up again. We started, it started on Thursday night with the big explosion out west with the two quarterbacks. They had big days, and it kind of carried over through the weekend. So, and weird quarterbacks. Case Keenum. Jared Goff. Uh, Brian Hoyer. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, Blake is, Bortles. It's a weird week for, for productive quarterback play. And well, well, this is how you, you know, you by this. the way, that Pete is, Pete is 60 and has worked all day and is tired. Since you spent 35 seconds insulting him and he came back with nary an insult your way. I think I Pete know, just wants really to be surprised. done with this. He didn't insult kind of, me. It wasn't like, an insult of like, me. He kind of insulted me. He didn't insult me. It wasn't talking about me. I've never said that about the league. He's always, he, you're putting words in his he, mouth. He said you cry for attention. I cry for attention. That's what he said. His whole life is writing little click stories. Clickbait. He's clickbait. And by the way, can't wait for Tuesday's edition of Hot Take or Just Right, which is going <laughs> to be awesome, way, Will. I'm going to, like, as soon as we get done with this podcast, I have to write a 3,000-word column, Mr. You know, Captain Clickbait here. Meanwhile, Pete's, Pete's refusing to write his musings anymore, has to do them on video because he's got arthritis in his fingers. No, it's because I, I, I'm on camera and I work all damn day, unlike some. So, sorry, what was that? I was staring at Carrie Underwood. Oh, is Carrie Underwood on right now? She's already gone. I got to send my, um, my, we're recording send this, my, my it, Carrie we're Underwood tweet. The start of Sunday Night Football. But look, 11-3, and three, I believe, is the stat for the – So yeah, 11-3 and three in terms of games that went over the projected total this week. I think it is a clear trend that the first two weeks of the season, at least in 2017, were very much about being an extended preseason, getting your starters sort of in rhythm. And maybe it was the matchups to a small degree – um, but a lot of compelling games out there. Uh, first and foremost, I would say the, the Broncos go into Buffalo and lose. Not not much was of it? a surprise for me, at least. I mean, I, I, picked, had the, I, I picked the Bills. So. I had the Broncos. 
Um, but you knew this, and I we said it like the the puff pieces for Trevor Simeon this week, like he's the second that's coming of John Elway. That's not why I picked them, though. No, but no, you picked them because of the defense, I, and they didn't show up today. I, I mean, they showed up; they didn't allow that many points, and there was a really bogus penalty on Von Miller as well. Yeah, that was a bad. That was a bad penalty. He got called for putting his hand out and then not picking the guy up. That's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not surprised by the fact that the Broncos lost that game. But you're you're a little surprised that the Saints went in and beat the Panthers. You're a little a, surprised, and you're a little surprised. Very surprised. The, you're a little surprised the Bears won. You thought they would cover, but you're surprised they won. Well, let let's go to that Saints Panthers game. You like the Panthers as a best bet. I'm not saying that to rub it in since you lost. I like the Panthers to win the game as well. Listen, you can't color me stunned that the Saints won. What I am stunned by is that the Saints manhandled the Panthers in this game. How about Ron Rivera pulling Cam Newton? What was the line that he used for self-preservation? They literally could not protect their franchise quarterback against maybe the worst defense in the National Football League. Yeah, it was weird. It was one of those, and Pete mentioned it on the Friday podcast, and it did have me a little nervous about the Panthers. You know, on paper, look, it's a lot like the Broncos and the Bills. Like when you look at the matchup and you look at the situation on paper and you say, hey, here's what the here's what the, the, the Panthers strength is. Here's what the, the Saints weakness is. The Panthers should have steamrolled that team. You know, they're a better they're a better defensive team than the Saints are offensive before today. And they've played well enough on offense, but they couldn't execute today. And you're right. I mean, look, the Saints came to play. They were a desperate team and they got a ton of pressure on Cam Newton, sacked him four times. You know, put a, put a bunch of hits on him, made him uncomfortable, and, and Ron Rivera pulled him when they were uh, when they were down uh, 21 points late. And, you know, the, the offense, Kelvin Benjamin gets hurt. Christian McCaffrey goes over 100 yards receiving, which is fantastic. But, you know, 16 yards rushing. I mean, the Panthers didn't really ever establish a rushing attack, and I think that's really the problem. If you're Carolina... Well, Will, you know, the, Will the problem is that, is, that, is that the quarterback yeah, looks cooked it, right it, now. Cam Newton's that, not playing problem. well. I... I I don't think he's right physically. I don't either. Because like even when he hasn't played well in the past, he's looked better than he's looked these first three weeks of the he's season. He's overshooting well, I, receivers. He's missing open guys, low, high, wild. And, just, and, and, he, and he's getting beat the yeah, hell up because well, they, they didn't, can't block. Well, for they him. didn't have the other. They didn't have um, uh, Ryan Khalil, Ryan Khalil today, and they had the other Khalil, which is never a good. Combination. So what you want is you want Ryan Khalil to play and Matt Khalil on the bench. Instead, you had the inverse. Today. Yeah, and and they're supposed to be good in the middle of that line, but when Khalil's not in there, they're not good, and he got hit a lot. He's been hit a lot this year. And I'm just, worried about them over the course of the season, Will. And the only yeah, two teams, and yes, Will, yes, Will, the only two teams they beat were the, you know, the first two teams they beat were bad teams, Buffalo and San Francisco. And and no, now, no, no, I don't disagree. I just thought that when you watched the Buffalo and San Francisco games, you saw a team that if they executed correctly in the red zone could put up points. And they, and the idea is, if you're playing against the Saints defense, you can execute correctly. I really think that. Ryan Khalil might be the most important player on that team. I mean, I get that Cam Newton's a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, but, but I mean, like, you look at the way the offense operates with Khalil in there, with Khalil out of there, they struggle when he's missing. And um, right now, no doubt in my mind that the best team in that division is the Atlanta Falcons. They got a little bit lucky, but, uh, are, but Will, clearly, are, are the Falcons the best team in football right now in your in your mind? Because hmm. we we've talked about be. this quite a bit here today. Like, like Pete, got, are the Falcons I mean, got, the best team in the league? They got two road wins. They thumped the Packers at, at home. A yeah, banged up, pack, a banged maybe, up Packers team, but they thumped them. But it's wait, between them and the Chiefs right now. Yeah. The Chiefs have a victory at uh, New England. They have a at victory LA. at home against a good Eagles team, and then they won yeah. at L.A. I mean, th- yeah, well, yeah. they're basically a glorified home game at L.A. since the Chargers have no home field but, advantage. But, but, yeah, but, but, I mean, like, but like every every road win you get in the National Football League is, is – you know, I mean, it's seriously, like every every road win you get – 
You're stealing. You know, you get to play with house money a little bit more. And now you have the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs and the Falcons probably do look like the two best teams in football. Yeah, that works. Is it crazy that I'm almost more impressed with the Lions in defeat than I am with Atlanta in victory? Matthew Stafford, king fourth quarter, the first, like, they're half a yard away from winning that game, and they go to 3-0. and Like, this Lions team is pretty good. And like we said, oh, they didn't beat anyone the first two weeks, the Giants and Cardinals. They really should have beaten the Atlanta Falcons today. And the defense played very well. A pick six, three interceptions of Matt Yeah, Ryan. and well, Ryan's two of those interceptions weren't on him, but the pick six was certainly on him. Um, again, end of the game, weird rule, 10-second runoff. They wouldn't have got, they probably wouldn't have got the playoff. Or, you know, if they if it wasn't if it wasn't a touchdown, as it turns out, you know, Golden Tate score. It would have, they ruled that he was down. He was clearly down. They ran, they had time, but they ran ten seconds off by rule, and therefore the game was over. And you know, the Lions. I like the fact that the Lions uh, Twitter sent out a tweet saying, "Hey, we got a, we got a playoff twenty seven yards down the field in seven seconds against the Vikings last year." So, that, in in other words, implying that they would have got the playoff. I don't think they would have, but. It's a tough well, way to lose a game. I'll tell you something. I, I don't know if you saw the tweet I sent out, but uh, if you, this is the problem with it. You go back and look at the, the replay of the broadcast, and the refs didn't mess with this. When when Golden Tate was down in the end zone, there's eight seconds left because the clock kept running. When he's down at the point that they were talking about, there's 11 seconds left. On the, like on the clock. I mean, yeah, like, but he was very... rolling, though, kind of. I mean, But, I mean, if you're going to say it's... the play is dead right here when Golden Tate is touched – you got to set the clock back to that, right? I mean, it give, and say there's one, there's ten seconds well, off. Well, if it's ten second, if it's ten seconds, you think it's definitely eleven. If it was ten, then the game's over. But anyway, they, yeah. I don't think they would have got the playoff. Do you? I don't. I just don't th- see how that would have happened. It was going to be really difficult to get a, to get sprinted sprint because he would have had to hop up. He would have had to get up, get to the spot, and go. But it's it's unreal that like Stafford gets the ball in a one score game at the end of the game, and for me, I watch it now thinking, okay, he's going to score. Like yeah. Detroit's going to score. Think about how, yeah. where that was for them right now. If they, the Packers came back and won in overtime against the Bengals, and they were sitting there with a chance to go to three and zero. It could have been three and zero and one and two to the Packers. Instead, as is two and one, two and one, two and one, two and one. Because I mean, it's just weird how that came. But they are playing good football. They really are. They're playing good football. You know, well, the NFC North. The NFC North is a uh, is a very good division. Um, all four teams won today, right? They did. The, All four teams did win today. The Vikings about, won without Sam Bradford. No, no, the Lions lost. The um, Lions lost, yeah. The we, Lions, we, we the actually Lions just discussed that. Yeah. Falcons. You apparently, apparently I'm, I'm the 60-year-old. You're the 60-year-old yeah. late man here. Acknowledge. The, the Packers, the Packers are, in a, are in a bit of, have a bit of a problem with this offensive line situation. Dude, there. Carl Lawson looked like Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Carl Lawson's good. Carl Lawson, good. Carl Lawson's good, but Carl Lawson ain't that good. Carl Lawson trains at the Chuck Smith School. He's one of those guys. That's yeah, great. Where he, great. Well, thanks, that's, thanks. Thanks for taking us off the track with that piece of useless. No, that's piece. that's where these guys, good good pass rushers, learn how to rush the passer. You know why? Because coaches don't teach it anymore. Well, in any event, um, Carl Lawson did look great. Major yak job by the Bengals here. And look, good teams win. Great teams covered. Can, I had Cincinnati as one of my best bets, so they covered. Are but, the Bengals yeah. done? Yeah, yes. of course the Bengals are done. Can we Marvin talk done? about the two timeouts that they used at the end of that game? I mean, that is horrific. The first timeout Marvin uses to ice the damn kicker Ice on Mason extra Crosby. Point. Like Mason Crosby just like in this calendar year hit two 50-yarders to beat the Cowboys and, in a playoff then, game. But then 
then they start overtime, but before they get their first they go time out before the first time. Out. I was like, "What are you doing?" Well, but that didn't matter. Well, I mean, it's it just but Joe, to Will's point, and I think Will, I don't want to put words in your mouth. The point that oh, you're, you're trying about to, to say make what is, I'm thinking. Just, you have no idea what the hell they're doing. Yeah, like, but what, you have yeah. an overtime and you call a timeout I for the first play. But icing them in, at the end of regulation it really wasn't a bad call because they only had what, how much time was left? Twelve seconds in the game. It was more than twelve seconds. seconds yeah. How much? One play get a timeout getting right. Wait, wait. How much time was left? 17 seconds. Yeah. One not... play, timeout, and then one okay. play to the sideline, field you goal. You A.J. Green. Throw it down the field and let, let, well, give P.I. Well, they didn't throw P. it down. The, they got the ball. They didn't throw it down the field anyways. Did they? They got the ball back up to the kickoff, and they took a knee. I think they just called a bunch of timeouts and went into overtime and then end up losing nah, the you game. Got, you're nitpicky on that one. Believe me, I'm a situational guy. That's nitpicky. Uh, more heroics, of That's course. That's what from... situational <laughs> complaints you're... are, is nitpick. No, that's you're being. They didn't pl- do anything wrong other than blowing a timeout in the first Walking play of overtime. Into overtime and calling a timeout on your first that's play stupid. is embarrassing. That is, it's embarrassing, but it doesn't really it didn't affect the outcome of the game. No, it wasn't but, a situational but again, botchman. Again, that, that's not what Will's saying, though. Right, right, right. Yes. The point is, is like. He said they like misused the timeouts. Is exactly what he said. Well, it is a misuse of a timeout. Really? Like yeah, walking, you don't think like it is? A, it's Why? like walking into a job interview and saying. Hey, how stupid are you? What, what am I how stupid are you? It didn't, it didn't matter. Like that. It didn't matter. <laughs> but but Will, to said, Will points, like, walk into the interview, and what happens, Will? And you're like, do, do you guys, like, what, what am I applying for? What job? Where am I? What job uh, is you know, this? It's like, Hold on. Let me go collect myself, and I'll give me five minutes, and I'll come back in, and we'll, and we'll restart it. it rather uh, than have one of you bumbling idiots sit down in front of me, I'd rather have the guy who's more composed and goes back outside. Yeah, that calls, that, that, you that, two would have fumbled. That, that, bumbling that calls idiots. the timeout. Um, that, those, those timeouts had no bearing on the game. So Marvin's done, man. Marvin's done. You know, is, I, is you know why Brinson doesn't want to hear that? Because I, he's got to go back and take it out of his sorting the bile already because it's, it's a foolish thing how, to try how, to How many words will Brinson in the column coming up? 3,000. And how many are how many are in that? How many I really, involve that? I don't envy him. For how that. many involve that timeout situation? I haven't put it in there yet. I'll probably mention it. Oh, uh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, but, there you go. That's what. But you, will you know? I call him Supreme Court Justice Lewis because he's like a supreme. Like he keeps the job until he dies. Like he doesn't get fired. Like he's been there. Yeah, for, yeah, right, right. He's been there for you, almost. You, will Will he's been about. there for almost. 20 for almost two decades. It's kind of like a Hall of Fame voter. It's like Ruth Bader Lewis. The guy's unreal. I was like, Pete doesn't get to keep his job until he gets fired. Supreme, until he dies. Supreme Court Justice Marvin Lewis. The guy's never going to lose his job. Um, you no, know he's, I, done at, he's done after this year. They can't make the playoffs. You know who I think, well, who's definitely not making the playoffs and a coach that I think is on the hot seat? My guy, Benny Macadone. Macadone. That's my name for him <laughs> now. <laughs> Macadone. You know, like, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know. You guys just, just talk about it. Talk well, about the Giants. Well, first off, he, he got away with one Monday night by Eli not getting the playoff because they should have kicked the field goal there. Today, at the end of the half, why the Feels hell? Like picking, but okay. No, why the hell didn't he kick the field goal at the end of the half? Stupid. Then he, I mean, these guys don't know how to situationally coach. They're terrible. And so from that standpoint, I think he's in trouble. But you know what? This one was on the defense today. I, th- I, actually, I actually agree with you. <laughs> I really do. They got to be able to. Get stops in those situations. But, but, like, that being said, look, look, you're right. It's on the defense. But McAdoo does not know what he's doing in terms of situational coaching. You can't blame it on Eli. Beckham played great. Eli actually played pretty well. The offensive line was not great. But I agree with you. At, at, at this point, like, like you are ahead 21-14 and 24-21. Gotta Make win. one damn stop gotta and win. you win the football game. No, they were banged and up then, on and defense. And then this freaking rookie gotta... Quaker makes a 61. Who the hell does that? 
Well, it's you incredible. You're going over right, time anyway. Speaking of speaking of nitpicking, Pete, would you nitpick on Odell Beckham for taking a leak? Yeah, that's um, it, that shouldn't happen. It's inexcusable. In that situation, it's inexcusable. You can't get a 15, 15 yard yards battle. didn't matter. Yeah, it's still stupid. It could matter. That's dumb. And and you know what? McAdoo went over and told him it looked like, but he didn't exactly get in his face. Tom Coughlin would have grabbed him by the mask and, and pulled him around. Grabbed him, grabbed him by the collar and been like, listen here, you're going to the doghouse. Tom pal. Coughlin should still be the coach of the New York Giants. That's the problem right there. Well, yeah, I mean, we said, Will, do you remember when we did that when, back when this was roughing the passer and I went nuts that they kept Jerry Reese and fired Coughlin? Like, yeah. this, 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 this is the fruits of your labor now, New York Giants. 0-3. Yep. Are they done? Of course yes. they're done. What are you but, talking but about? Division's kind of going to beat each other they up. They can't. They can't protect the quarterback. Well, you know, okay, but they should have beaten uh, today. They should have beaten. See, a team see, Will, that you you see Will, Will, this is my favorite thing that Pete does. Pete asks me if they're done. I say yes. He argues. Watch this. Pete, are the Giants done? Yes. No, they're not done, actually, because the division's not that good. They're 0-3. They're finished. Okay, but okay, think of what was happening. The Eagles are 2-1. They should have beat them on the road today. What's it going to take to win the NFC East? What record? 9-7. Do you think the Giants are going 9-4 the rest of the way? No. <laughs> it's like, so shut up then. I mean, what are you talking about? These things, beat. It's, it kills me to say it. But if the Cowboys. The Chargers at home. If the Cowboys. the Broncos. Giants are playing Seahawks the Chargers home, this year. Rams at home. At the 49ers. Chiefs at home. At the Redskins. At the Raiders. Then the Cowboys at home, Eagles at home, and at They're the done. Cardinals. Six They're done. Six and ten at best. They're done. That Giants-Chargers game might set the world record for If they go six and ten, does Mackett don't get fired? Yes, I think so. Really? Yeah, wow. I, th- I think it's clean sweep. McAdoo's out, Reese is out. Should have hired Mike Smith anyway. They really should have. Yeah. You were all over that from the beginning. Yeah, they should have. Um, how about I can the hire Eagles? him next year. Eagles on the flip side, Will. Coach again. Huh? Eagles on the flip side getting a win to move to two and one. Yeah, Eagles. Um, Your NFC East championship pick, Will, looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, look, you know, you Gotta don't give you some like. Credit here. Chargers, Cardinals, Super Bowl. Chargers, Cardinals, Super Bowl. We're going to mumble that all year on this podcast. <laughs> Especially you just did. You just combined the two teams. At I mean, Chargers, I don't like, I don't care. I made, Chargers, I made the picks that I thought would happen. Like this, they the, don't look great. When the Eagles and Steelers merged that year, they were the Steagles. It's <laughs> Nick's, and his pick is uh, what? The, the, what do you want to call them? <laughs> his pick? Yeah. The Charnels. The Charnels. <laughs> <laughs> Chart, the they're merging. They're merging this year. You're, it's that might. Form, it's like look, Voltron, Carters, to form Carters. one to form one crappy super team. We've had we've had a lot of really bad predictions around here. I mean, I've had my fair share. I mean, I but yeah, remember that time you said Christian seven. Ponder would be better than Cam Newton? Yeah, I did. But but Chargers Cardinals <laughs> might Christian be. Christian Ponder would be better. Yeah, than but Cam that's Newton. an evaluation that no, I blew. But, no, but, but Pete, this no, is but really Pete, this yeah, is Pete. really a pick. No, Pete, there is th- literally though, to Will's point, not one person that watched those two play college football except for you that thought Christian Ponder. That would was be an early evaluation, by the way. That thing got me- amended yeah, along the way. Yeah, it it's just like there's one out there where I said I like Hackenberg. It was like on a game where I watched him one day and I threw it out there and they pull him back up over there over Winston. Look, 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 I don't look. You put him out there. It was a stupid pick. It was a stupid, it looks stupid right now. The Chargers are dead in the water. The Charnels. The, uh, the Charnels. Cardinals, look, hey, I'm going to say this about the Cardinals, though. They're, they don't look good. But if you're Arizona. They're going to win tomorrow you, night. We, we, we both like them. You're going to win look, tomorrow beat night. The Cow- beat the Cowboys at home. And just, you just got to tread water until David Johnson can come back because the division's not good. All right, no. so, wait, so, wait, so quote, back to the Eagles here, Will. Your take yeah. on them winning today. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a big win because the Giants, for as much as they present an opportunity to exploit a bad offensive line with that Eagles front seven, they also present an opportunity, I think, to expose the Eagles secondary. And they did that a little bit, especially in the red zone with Odell Beckham, who looked much better. 13, and then, of course, you know, Sterling Shepard, 10, ca- uh, 10 targets, 7 catches, 133 yards and a touch. 
Beckham 13, 9, 79, and 2. Dangerous wide receivers like that, speedy wide receivers, can beat them in those ways. So it was good for them to come away with a win, although Wentz didn't look great. He hadn't looked great against the Giants in his career. And they're a tough defense. So I think it's a good grind it out, get the win at home, move to 2-1, and one, pick up a division win. He had a rookie kicker bearing a 61-yard field goal, longest kick by a rookie kicker ever. Did that ever? actually happen? Like, that's the kind <laughs> of thing, like, I'm not even joking. If this had happened 15 years ago in, like, the height of my Giants fandom, I would not have been able to make it to work or school tomorrow. Like, like if you're like a hardcore Giants fan, like how do you rec- like it's it's like a kick by like your hated rival, a, a 61 yarder that essentially effectively ends your. I'll season. tell you how. When I was a Giants fan as a kid, and Joe Pizarczyk fumbled, that's how. It's like you don't get over that. You don't like it's, it's, it's brutal. It, like as a fan, like that's. I mean, thank God, like I'm you know I'm past it at this point in my life, but I mean. Well, they fired the offensive coordinator that when Pizarczyk fumbled that night and he never worked again in the league. Should they do that, McAdoo? Um, McAdoo should give up the – you know what, though? Did, you can't um, even kill the offense for this today. No. But, yeah. But so, like, when you – but, like, you would at least go to school. Like, you wouldn't have, like uh, – you guys want to say hey to George? George's dog's here on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, your dog looks like it's possessed by Satan in pictures. He's got wonky eyes. Like, like, you like can, he's not you Cujo. Can... Like, he doesn't look like he's like, would murder you, but he looks like there's something, like, very wrong with him. No, no joke. You can if you, if you take a, if you take a picture of him, you can cover one eye. It looks like he's looking to the left, and then you can cover the other eye. It looks like he's looking to the right. It's he crazy. might be the subject of a Stephen King novel. By the way, uh, speaking of dogs and uh, stuff that they do, we don't have to deal with that guy who had the lose. He had a losing ticket on his ticket. Remember, he put it on Twitter. Who? The, on Friday, we said if anybody went against. Oh them, yeah, wait. What was the parlay? Chiefs and who? Chiefs and. In. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, no, it was the two. Was it the primetime games? I had a buddy who. I had no, a buddy Chiefs who was definitely one of them. Yeah, it was Chiefs and. It was Chiefs Cowboys. So he's one, one halfway, halfway did he, there. Did he, did oh, he, uh, Chiefs Cowboys. Yeah, maybe it was because we all have Arizona. No, 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 yeah. oh, no, no. Is it, did he? Did he tweet it at us? Yes, he yeah. tweeted it at us. Is yeah. it? Was it? Was it Ryan? Ryan Lindsay? I'm not sure who it was, but 100 percent Chiefs was the first team. Yeah, no, he texted me. He's a buddy of mine. He lives here in Raleigh, but he texted me. He's like, I've got the. Uh, he's got the. He's like, I've got the. Um, had to go with the kiss of death challenge, and he parlayed. The Chiefs minus three, and the uh, the Cowboys minus three. Great, I'm, glad, I'm glad someone's making money off of this because I'm certainly not. Um, are the Ravens at two and one? Are the Ravens done? Crazy to say about a team that's two and one. Well, they have bad wins against bad they, teams. They lost by thirty-seven points to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They were atrocious today, and Joe Flacco was really bad. Twenty-eight yards passing, two picks. I mean, he's just he had twenty-eight yards passing and two picks. Will, I'm, I'm gonna, you guys. Talk, I'm gonna get you his exact stat line. You no, I'll, I'll get it. Up. It was eight of eighteen for twenty-eight and two picks. Eight of eighteen for twenty-eight yards and two interceptions. I think that's what it was. It was atrocious. Eight of eighteen for twenty-eight and two picks. Wait, are you trying to tell me that Joe Flacco averaged one point five 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 six yards per passing attempt? Correct. <laughs> this is like it's like that scene in Anchorman when Baxter eats the wheel of cheese. Like I'm not even mad at Joe Flacco. I'm it's impressed. Frick, I'm it's freaking amazing. Like yeah. how, how do you even manage to do that? They in an play NFL the Steelers. Game? This week, that should be a big game for the division, and and both teams haven't. The Steelers haven't looked good either. I'll bet you the Ravens keep that game close. Where's that game at? I don't know. I was going to ask you. Twenty-eight passing yards. Twenty-eight yeah. passing yards. Where's the game at, Brinson? You you're in front of your computer next week. I'll they, look it up. They play. I'll the, tell you. I got you. I got you. Pittsburgh, Baltimore next week. Jacksonville's going to be three and one after next week. Jacksonville, Jacksonville gets the Jets. Jack- the game's in Baltimore next Sunday. Yeah, they, you're right. They'll keep it close. The the Jaguars have a damn good defense. That thing is nasty, and Bortles played good today. Cause why? 
because they allowed them to throw the ball an early down. Also, no Brandon Williams helped helped out quite a bit. But they didn't yeah, run the ball. That was a big. That but they was didn't a big run story. the ball that well today. Well, I mean, what Fournette had like seventy yards, some seventy some odd yards on a touchdown. That I didn't see this. Will you might have seen this? I guess when he scored his touchdown, he grabbed Ray Lewis's towel. Who did from this? Him. Fournette and kind of smacked him with it on the butt. Right, at, I don't. I, didn't I feel see like we I was. I was actually. I was actually driving back from a wedding this morning, so I didn't. Yeah, see I it. see that. By the way, I won't. We won't talk about it on the podcast. But will I talked with Chip Patterson yesterday, who was in town and got some more details about your Bojangles night uh, earlier this week. We'll just leave it at that. But it seemed like it was a, a rip roaring time. Um, oh, we could, we could we could give the details. I stayed out till two a.m. playing NBA Jam. I have to be awesome. honest. I don't even remember what he said. I was hoping you wouldn't hey. you wouldn't you wouldn't challenge me on it because I don't even remember what we talked Are about. Are the Jaguars a possibility as a playoff team? No. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. I agree. They could Will. steal the division. No, Pete ten- was trying to tell us to take the no. under on the on the win totals at six in Vegas. What a joke. T- Tennessee is better than Jacksonville. They by, are better. By a significant margin. Well, let's talk about that Tennessee game because I th- I was really impressed, and I thought what you saw from Tennessee, and this is what makes them really dangerous, and the same thing with the Cowboys and the Raiders, is that the Seahawks did a really good job bottling up the Titans for the first half and, and limiting the run game, and then they just wore down the Seahawks, and they eventually just grinded through them, and 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 that defense for the Seahawks was just exhausted by the second half. Yeah, I I thought Russell Wilson played really well in the second half, but. Uh... This, the Seattle defense is starting to become an issue. They didn't mm. lose that game because of the Seattle offense. They lost the game because of the Seattle defense. And we saw Carlos Hyde make a couple long runs against them last week. And now, you know, they ran on them a little bit. What, were they rushed for 190 yards rushing today? Is that what it was? It's 195, I think. I mean, they ran on them. And that's becoming a concern. And last week it was for a reason. I, I don't know what the exact reason was this week, but I went back and watched last week. They got them on some cutback runs. I think this team is, you know, Seattle's very aggressive. They overpursue. And teams are starting to, like, even the, like the throwback to the tight end. He was wide open because they, they overpursued and they busted the Hey, covers. how about Jonu Smith? I like this kid. Jonu Smith touchdowns in each of the last two games, the, the Titans rookie tight ends. Yeah. From here, from FAU, right down the road, isn't he? Um, yeah. So Seattle, now the hot takes of the NFC West have come out. or the Rams actually the best team in the NFC West? And you guys no. know I'm Mr. Uh, L.A. Ram. Like, that's my big overpick this year was Rams over five and a half. The Seahawks are still the best team in this division. And they have the get-right spot of all get-right spots next week when they welcome in Jacoby Brissett and the Indianapolis Colts to the lovely Pacific Northwest. They, right now, they're the best team in the division. Arizona can get things right, though. And then, But they do go on That's the road a- at the Rams in week uh, week five. And they hate playing the Rams. They do. They, do, you was, think, do you think it matters now that it's Wade Phillips, D, or like is it different? It's, it, no, it, it's, it's a great point by Will because this is not the Jeff Fisher, Greg Williams defense. Right. And not only that, I was talking to one of the former coaches of the Rams before the season. They said they figured out a way to play Russell Wilson that it bothered them. And, it, and they have. If you look at the Rams games when Jeff Fisher and, and Greg Williams and gang were there, they always did a good job on, on Russell Wilson. Part of the reason was they don't just rush up the field. They kind of keep him there. They know that he – they've killed him over the years. If you go back, I think there was one Rams game in Seattle where he got sacked seven times in the game, and William Hayes had three and a half of them. They abused him up there, and they abused him. Remember, was it was it in L.A. last year? Well, they had a week one game a couple years two ago. Year, in week two last year. Where, where the Rams had that fake punt at the end of the game. But last year, it was week two. I think it was like 10-9 or something. They abused him there. So uh, it'll be interesting. What Their schedule – they got some interesting games on that. Rams team. at Dallas next week, so that's that's going to be an interesting one. Um, you know that I like my uh, I like my Los Angeles Rams. I was stunned. I think at one point because like Will, you know, we're here in Fort Lauderdale. We watch the games in the green room. There's like 15 TVs and 
things can sometimes get lost in the shuffle because we're focused on this game or that game. All of a sudden, I look up, and the Texans are winning 30-28 to 28 with like two and a half minutes left against the Patriots on the road. And we kind of had to like squint and like rub our eyes and be like, is that for real? Like, are we seeing that actually properly right now? Like, that was kind of crazy. And really, I'll bang on Bill O'Brien a little bit. Look, he obviously admitted he screwed up the timeout fiasco at the end. On that fourth and one, when they, they opt to kick the field goal to go up five and then the Patriots go down and score, you got to go for that to try and get the first down and ice the game away because you know that Brady's going to other option the is Your other option is hand Tom Brady the ball at home with two down, minutes left. Down, what, down three points? Down five. Down, down five points. Right, 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 and a right, touchdown right. beats you, and that's exactly yeah. what happens. Oh, yeah, because they got the two-point conversion. That's correct, yeah. Um, you don't, yeah, I agree. You don't you gotta go be, for look, it. you're on the road with a rookie quarterback. You know, no rookie. You're playing against a guy who knows you really well. How much you time was left? Like, like, What's that? Like two minutes. Was it If they get the first down, is the game over? Maybe not over, but, like, it, they would have kicked the field goal with, like, I think 30 there was seconds more than that. I think there was more time than that. I'll tell you. Hold on. But, 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 it, but in, in any event, Brady with 25 of 35 for 378 and five touchdowns. How about you don't give the ball back to the greatest of all time? Well, you they keep the field goal with three and a half minutes. Yeah. Left. No, you can't go for that. Yeah, you absolutely no, can you go don't. For it. Yes, you're. You know what? You played too much Madden football as a kid. You're, that's your problem. You're still a Madden football player. You get caught up in all the. Yeah, you know what? I probably would have won, and Bill O'Brien lost. No. You you got to kick and go up, make him go get a touchdown to beat you. And that, but but that's what's no, going he's to get happen. The touchdown. That's the problem. What what? You got to give him a field. If you don't get it, you give him a field goal. And what if you do get it? You lose no matter what. So at least try and salt the game okay, away. Okay, what do you do? Are you salting the game away? If the first down doesn't salt the game away, they saw timeouts. They could have called. Timeout. You still got to go Good, get but something. But then you then you take their timeouts away, and you're yeah. in the and red then if you zone. Don't and then get you it, can maybe all score. they need is go get a field goal. But you you but you're you a lose, knucklehead. You but have you no, lose anyway. You're, the, you're a worse. You're Macadonk too. That's who you are. You're not. You're a worse situational <laughs> coach than he um, is. That is that they are my favorite team. So I guess I'll take the L on that one. Yeah, look, the, the good effort by the Texans to go in there. Texans look like a frisky team. Love to like Watson. Be, he Love looked good Deshaun today. Watson. He looked good today. It's unbelievable that they ever decided to go with Tom Savage. Like, it's is, isn't that incredible? Like, like no, what was Bill O'Brien's it's, thought process? Uh, I don't know. Man, this thing in my chin is huge. Well, That's it, his it, thought process. You know what, though, Will? It's also a little <laughs> maybe, bit. Maybe that's why they can't figure out the quarterback. Because, like, they go to meetings. <laughs> and Bill, who started like, today, man. Like, Bill, what do you, you think? You think I can fit more Pico in this thing in my chin? Man, this, this, this cleft is big. <laughs> hey, look at this guacamole I got in here. By the way, <laughs> you want to dip a chip? This is a little bit of an indictment of the Patriots defense, too. <laughs> Brinson? Yeah. No what's that? You, Don't you think it's a little bit of an indictment of the Patriots defense, too? I do. I, I think if it weren't the Patriots, people would be like, and they weren't in the AFC East, we could be like, hey, you guys' Super Bowl pick in the AFC looks kind of crappy. I mean, I, they're not playing good at defense at all. Is Kansas City the best team in the AFC? Right now, well, yeah. You have to but say I don't they are. They wouldn't, they wouldn't beat New England. Who else? Oh. Gun, gun to your head right now. Who, who Steelers, the Steelers are up there, too. Steelers haven't played very well, though. I, I huh? think that Pittsburgh, because this is what Pittsburgh does, though, under Mike Tomlin. They go on the road and they lose games like this. Like and they lollygag early in the season and turn it on. I think Pittsburgh's going to be fine. I, I'm, I actually, well, I, I'm actually I think not thing, worried I about I think the, the thing with the Chiefs that we're sleeping on is the fact that Kansas City – I mean, we're not sleeping on it, but like Kansas City's big bugaboo is that they couldn't push the ball down the field and they couldn't be explosive. And Kareem Hunt changes all of that. So he's, he has 
well. He's three this? games with a, a touchdown of over 50 yards. <laughs> like, it's not going to be he's not gonna keep up with it, but the guy is just explosive and makes big play after what's, big play. What's their schedule like the rest of the Can, next coming up? Because it'll I'll be interesting it up, to see what kind of games they got going but on. I, I, Will, I have, I have the um, – Chiefs the have the Raiders at home on Monday night next week. Wow, that's a good At game. the Texans. They, oh, no, sorry, the Redskins at home next week on Monday night. I'm sorry. Still uh, Redskins. Still good game. Yeah, Redskins, Redskins at home. Texans on the road. Steelers at home. Raiders on the road. Denver Broncos at, at home. Cowboys, at Cowboys Giants. Giants on the road. Wow, that's a tough schedule. They got a tough schedule. Um, can I? I feel like people that listen to this podcast are mostly DJs like we are, which is awesome. Um, I need to share this. So I lost two big bets this week. The first one was on Monday night. I had the first half under in the Giants Lions game and lost on the Prater fifty-six yard doink off the crossbar. And then will. In addition to losing all my Chargers bets, which had parlays in them, I bet the Chargers live plus nine and a half and also for the second half. The second half line was going to push at 17-10, and I was going to win plus nine and a half. All the Chargers had to do was not allow a touchdown. And what happened? Kareem Hunt went for 65 yards, and there went my nest egg. My nest egg is now gone. Thank you, Los Angeles Chargers. Buddy, that is a, a big-time dagger. You know, if you had that money, you could maybe go see your Giants how, play and football. How, and, and how would I do that, Will? What service well, would I use to make that happen? Well, what you should do is fire up the SeatGeek app. SeatGeek is the, it makes buying tickets to sporting events and concerts, takes away the complication, makes it easier, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. Seamless mobile experience, and I can, I, I've used this. I used SeatGeek to get tickets before, and it is awesome. Like, you log on, and you fire up the app, and it tells you, you know, like, is this a good deal? Is this trending? You know, what? here are the best ticket spots. Like, this is a value spot. Here's, what you, here's where you can sit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Designed to save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals, and it gets you the most bang for the buck. SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Best of all, we're going to give our listeners $20 off their first SeatGeek $20? purchase. $20? Wow. $20. Yeah, you get $20 deal. back. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code PASSER, P-A-S-S-E-R. That's PASSER for $20 off. Your first SeatGeek purchase. Hey, Princeton, do they have any uh, seats in Loserville where you reside right now? It's <laughs> a so Will 0-4 right now in the Super Contest. Oh, my Yours God. Yours truly 2-1. Prisco, what are you, 2-2? Two 2-2. Two and two. Two. So, I mean, hopefully one of us will go winning this week. That will not well, be Well, he, he can't go. If we win tomorrow and the Car- we all have the Cardinals, Brinson can't go 0-5. So he's got that going for him, which means it's – No, 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 no. I, I told you the beginning of the show. He no, look, the Redskins. I'm, I'm, oh, you have the Redskins. I, I, need, I have the Redskins too, though, so I need I didn't. Win. I didn't mean to do it. Like, I didn't like, – I, I don't care. No, like, no, we I'm, will. No, no, we will address this another time. What, what okay. you, with the subterfuge that you pulled here by switching <laughs> your picks after giving me crap for trying to switch my picks. It's pretty amazing when we, you think about yeah, it. Yeah, we will actually. We will yeah, discuss we will. this. We later will on this Friday week. on the podcast. We'll but this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna uh, we'll break Let's down. Let's get Jason What we're gonna do is I'm gonna hit stop on this current recording. We're gonna call JLC. We're gonna wrap this bad boy up. He's taking my spot. Lock in for. Oh no, you're staying. You're staying. Now joining us live from a bullet train to Baltimore. Mr. Jason Lacafora. Jason, what's up, buddy? I wish it was really a bullet train. If it was a bullet train, I think I'd already be home. It's, <laughs> it's the fastest train we have on the East Coast, but it's not nearly up to German or Japanese standards. But don't don't get me started about that. Infrastructure. I thought Mr. Uh, whatever happened to Mr. 
I hate NFL players. His big infrastructure bill. Where's that? Rebuilding yeah, roads and railroads. I'm still waiting on that one. He's too busy screaming at football players. Yeah, yeah. We pointed out that um, that everybody who's down in the NFL can suck it after after uh, after week three. It was an excellent product on the field, and um, a lot of a lot of a lot of protestations out there. Actually, you know, I'll be honest. Is like, protestation I like, a word? It's not right. Probably it not. is now. It is now. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. Like a protestation. I think it's really cool how these guys are reacting to all of this and, you know, and like, like, like the unity stuff, like even like you're seeing like Dan Snyder, like arms linked, like, like, like down on the field before this Redskins game. Um, I mean, are you, are you hearing about any sort of backlash or very, any teams at all, Jason, or is everybody sort of cool with what's going on? It feels like for the most part, the teams are still behind the players and the play, you know, players have been unified, right? Yeah, I mean, once you get over half the league putting out their statements, which I think ranged from uh, socially relevant to I just need to put something out there to try to look like everybody else. You know, I think there was a range of you really parse out what, what, what was in some of those statements. I think there were some people saying what they feel and some people saying something to say something. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in terms of the optics or whatever, I, I mean, it's just so unprecedented. We're at, at a point where the leader of the free world is basically saying football players don't have the same constitutional rights as other Americans. And oh, by the way, they're also uh, kind of pansies and they're not as tough as they used to be. And who cares if they get, you know, brain, brain injuries or not, they should play the game like they used to. I mean, that, that's going to hit people on, on a visceral and personal level and they're going to, they're going to take umbrage with it. And it's going to, um, it's going to galvanize some people to, uh, you know, to sort of, figure out how they um, resist. So, no, I haven't heard of any sponsorship backlash. I heard, haven't heard of, um, you know, anything uh, dividing teams or anything like that. I mean, if anything, uh, it, it provided a lot of teams to just allow their players to come in last night, which is Saturday nights are generally a meeting night anyway, and, and get whatever they wanted to get off their chest and to have sort of a free speech zone and then to figure out what they're going to do together uh, as a team to, um, you know, to, to sort of voice their opposition to what the president has said. Uh, and we saw it range from teams staying out of the, the sidelines entirely during the locker room to, uh, in the case of the Raiders, having most of, you know, um, I, I seem to me at least the majority of the players either, either kneeling or sitting. Um, the one that struck me from a football standpoint, though, was, it just seemed like a weird day for the Steelers, you know, and, and to have Alejandro Villanueva, who's a, 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 a an Army Ranger, and to have him creeping down the tunnel almost to the field while only Tomlin and his coordinators are, are standing on the sidelines, it just, that was weird to me, and the Steelers were weird to me all, all, all day long, and, and I don't know that one correlates to the other guys, but that's not what I expected from them, from the pregame all the way through the halftime when Tomlin was doing weird stuff on the sideline, then sending guys to the locker room before he had to, and then the way that game ended. Yeah, that ending was insane, man. Let's talk about that for a second because, or at least the, at least the, the, the actually, you know what? Both halves were insane. Well, yeah, the, the, the ending of the that. first half was like a Benny Hill routine. I mean, all that was missing yeah. was the music. Well, but I mean, like, I mean, the batted ball situation, we hadn't seen that since the, um, Lions Seahawks game from last year, and then you have, you know, the the Bears go back to the one. Of course, the Bears false start, and then 
you know, then you have Tariq Cohen. Maybe he steps out of bounds. It looks like he does. They they rule it a touchdown. They're you know they're conflicting referees. It was a whole mess. Do you think that this is uh, just a blip on the radar for the Steelers, Jason, in terms of the annual Mike Tomlin's team goes out and poops itself on a road against a bad team game, or is this something that could be a bigger concern long term? The offense can't get anything going now, and it's three weeks against three sort of disparate opponents. But the results are the same. They only have six offensive touchdowns on the season. And, again, it's not like they're playing the 85 Bears every week. They have one rushing touchdown as a team. Le'Veon Bell uh, is averaging just over three yards a carry on the season. Um, he only got to 61 yards today. They look like a team, guys, that has a collection of plays that occasionally a play clicks. Um, something They get a matchup, but then they don't follow it up in anything. They don't sustain anything. It's not – sort of the well-oiled machine and the symphony that we expect their offense to be. It's occasionally somebody hits a great note on a trumpet and they get 50 yards, but then it might only turn into three points. So occasionally, you know, the, the whatever, the, the guy on the xylophone does an amazing solo, but then nobody else follows it up. It's, it's, not, it's not a symphony. And the longer it goes on, I, I guess it, it, it's hard not to get a little sort of, concerned because it's just not what I expected and defensively today I mean they gave up like 220 yards on the ground I know they didn't have to it I know they didn't have why um but I don't know they have every week they found the way to sort of lead me wanting more uh kind of feel that way about the Denver Broncos today not every week JLC but Man, Trevor Simeon crashed down to earth in a big way. Uh, Denver losing its first game of the season to fall to 2-1. Your impressions of that game and, and Trevor Simeon, the Broncos quarterback? Yeah, I wasn't impressed. Um, all he has to do is manage the game. It was a, it was a very close dip-and-tuck game most of the day. Uh, and, and he had two interceptions in the second half that were fairly unforgivable. He won to second and 25 uh, from, like, his own 25. And he drops back and twists himself kind of awkwardly and leans back and throws across his body into the middle of the field. And he's not a strong arm guy to begin with. Like if you're throwing a punt up for grabs in the middle of the field, like you better have an arm like Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. And he doesn't. And that was an easy pick. Uh, and then they have another sequence where they're, they're driving a little bit. And it's still only a one score game. And he tries to throw the ball out of bounds. And he's across his body, shoulders leaning back sort of under behind the ball. And he can't get it to the sideline. It was an even easier pick than the other one. And, and uh, you know, Vince Joseph as well. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw this, but he went for a fake punt from his own, from like his own 30. Dumb. For no damn good reason. Like, on the road in a nip and tuck game. And he snaps it to the personal protector, and they got tackled by, like, four bills. Like, they saw it coming a million miles away. Uh, I thought those were three sequences that really are the difference between Denver, you know, not, you know, being for, you know, and, and and not being 3-0. and uh, Yeah, Simeon, if he just stays within himself, they've got an equation there. Um, we have not talked about the Dolphins-Jets game yet, JLC. We figured we'd save that for you because we know how exciting a no, football thanks. game it was. Thank you. We, you're, you're welcome, buddy. We did it with, with your best interest in mind. Um, that was well, a, I that have was, to say, in all honesty, yeah. the, 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 that's probably the game that I watched the least. I well, think I saw more of, of the Browns. Colts game than even that game. Oh, so. we didn't talk about that game either. If I figured I, I the did, two worst I games. I did see enough, though. I, I did see enough to know that, uh, you know, Pete's golden god, Jay Cutler, we're not going to hear any more about him, uh, you know, being an MVP candidate or, oh, they're going to transform that offense or anything like that. I, I, I think my that, golden uh, god, that I chorus, think, that chorus I think will pipe down a little I bit. I think he's week. a decent quarterback. He played like crap today. 
Your golden god is one and two. My, my golden god, though, at least threw for 400 yards. Yeah, like and a lot of it in garbage time at the end of the game listen, when the game listen, was out of listen, hand. Listen, Russell Wilson's better than Jay Cutler. Yes, I, I'm not even entertaining anything to the contrary. Nobody's but, saying he isn't. But bottom line, the Dolphins were disgraceful They today. were terrible, but don't just blame Jay Cutler. The whole team was terrible. The team was bad. I, I mean, look, they weren't ready to play. They got abused by a bad team. It was a, and, and they always have trouble playing the Jets, but that was terrible. Who, who stunk the most today? I still have to say it's the Ravens. I say the that Chargers. Was a, that was just no, the Ravens. Pathetic. The Ravens were the worst team today. And yeah, the yeah, Ravens are the Dolphins. It's the Ravens or the Dolphins because the Ravens went to look. The Ravens went and embarrassed us on an international stage. I mean, like Joe Flacco is like the ambassador for the U.S. I mean, like, how is that? You know, we're, we look. We look. The Panthers weak. stunk too today. Let's sad. not let's Ooh, not forget about the Panthers. Bad. Joe Flacco, bad game. Bad, bad Flacco. Bad. They put they put Jonathan Ogden, Ed Reed, and Ray Lewis on a plane over there, and then they laid that turn at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, I, that's that's bad. They were the worst I mean, team. They, they got exposed. The, Jason, do you the know what the Flacco's final numbers were? Don't even, what were they? I don't even. What, yeah, what was the twenty eight yards minus five? One point five six yards per attempt. Marshall Yonda may be the biggest injury of all that we've seen. I mean, to me, it's up there with Ellingston. I mean, I mean uh, with uh, David Johnson. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I, but uh, the Carolina was bad too, and yeah. and so was and so was uh, and so was the Dolphins. The Dolphins, Carolina, the, and the Ravens were also pretty. The Bucks too. Today. The Bucks stunk. They lost to Case Keenum. Not did they lose to Case Keenum? Not they made him look like like freaking Randall Cunningham in 1998. Jason must have went through the tunnel or I something. You- we have lost. We have lost Jason, which may be a mercy for him since we were talking Jets Dolphins. It's like we saved you, Jets, Dolphins, and Raiders, Ravens, Jaguars. Click. Um, yeah. By the way, that Minnesota pass catching. Hold group, on, he's he's calling us back. I'm gonna. I will merge him in. We will do this live. We'll do it live. Hello, hey, Jason. Welcome back. I'm, I lost my signal. Oh, 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 all good. We're, um, we're we're wrapping up here. Want, no, you, you had any thoughts on yeah. the Browns and Colts before we get out of here? I know we saved you the two best games for last. Uh, Browns and I'll say this about the Browns. Okay, you guys saw Watson today, right? Yeah, he good. He looked good transcendent. today. Would you, would, would you not agree? Yeah, he I looked good today. I thought he was excellent, He yeah. was good today. And and Carson Wentz is the real deal, right? Is anybody really debating that? Yes. Yes. Um, I am not. So, I think Carson Wentz is very good. The Browns have passed over both of those guys. Yeah. I mean, and Kaiser's a project. I just it is what it is. His decision-making was a problem at Notre Dame. I mean, there's reasons he went where he did. I mean, for them to be in this situation where you take Kessler over Prescott, right? And Kessler's inactive, and you take, you pass on Wentz entirely when you could just stay where you were and pick him, and then you pass on Watson to take Kaiser. Like there's, it's they've won one game in like 660 calendar days. Like it's staggering in a league this watered down with this much parity. For them to be who they are, it takes some doing. It starts from the owner on down, but like. People would look at that box score who didn't watch that game and say, well, well you know, two bad teams, blah, blah, blah. But it was like Jacoby Brissett was, like, dominating the Browns for stretches on end, and the Browns had no offense until they were down by three scores, and then they did a bunch of garbage time. And I tell you what, I mean, I thought they'd win four or five games. I might have given them way too much credit. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I've been disappointed in what they've done. Particularly, I mean, they made Brissett look great today, and that we thought their defense would be better. Now they don't have Miles Garrett and Jamie Collins and in there, but that, that this is this is a team I thought would be better on defense. They're not very good. Jason, are you ready? In just two days' time, 
for the week four edition of Hot Take. Yes. Or Just Right. Is that what it's going to be? Or is it going to be Nick or Will? Oh, no, or that, that's, like, is it going to be... That's the sub like, We're going to add a layer game. to it where you guys will guess who's the game. writing the hot takes. That's the game well, we can always pick dude who me gets his chest waxed me and... versus dude who should get his chest waxed. Yeah. Well, to like, be we fair, <laughs> to be fair, I get my back waxed. I and shave Brid, my own chest. And Brinson should be getting both his back and his front. Whoa, hold on a second, Brinson. So you get your back waxed, too. I'm not the only one. I mean, like... You guys have seen me. I'm a pretty furry dude. Like the back, the back hair is nasty. Oh my god! But you, you don't too. shave your chest, though. No, why would I shave my chest? Why yeah, wouldn't you shave you your chest? Because you look like freaking Chewbacca. That's are why. The most vain two human beings. Oh, I'm much more vain. Oh than my Willis. god! You spend more. You spend more hours in the tanning bed than you spend in the Never film room. What are you talking about? Last ten years have I, not. I, I, I'm in the tanning bed once a week. I'm, Chris, I, you spend more on banana boat than they do on their spa treatments. <laughs> Come on, let's be real. Hey. Log of four. I haven't been in a tanning bed in ten years. This kid goes every week. That's true. I do. You're so vain. It's hard to believe you're so vain and you look like you do. I mean, I mean, you make you you make me look like Brad Pitt. So. No, no, no. You don't look. Brinson, I'm worried. Does about someone you. named Parasol shave your back as well? <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I make. Well, no. I make. He my, makes my his wife. You make it, your so wife makes, shave it. Let's leave Brinson's wife out of it. No. Does your wife shave your back, Brinson? Or do you go get it waxed? Right, no, no. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I've got? Oh, I've got one of those, uh, the extendable arm uh, shaver. No, you do just, not. You shave your own back. I, 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 I would set the you over under for your back. Two, two and a half spots missed by Will Brinson when he shaves his own back with the extended thing. At least oh, two and a half. No, this is a clean clean look, man. There's not a chance in hell. Hey, Brinson, I told I told Nick the other day to keep all the hair that he, he gets. He's, off his by back. the way, he has told so this he, joke 30 right, times. But I'm going to tell him to keep his too because he might need your, you might need some of his hair are too. You and then you got are a you suggesting back. that Nick crafts a wig out of back hair? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, to the people that have never seen me, like Will and Jason can confirm, I have a full you do right now. Lustrous Not a full, hair. It's just head. going back. Like you base that on nothing. Like you are bald. I've done a, I've done a scientific study from last year at this time to this year at this time. Yeah, your scientific study. I did. Yeah, you, 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 and, you and your baby feet. I've taught at the Rogaine. They're going to be a sponsor of ours coming up here on the podcast. And they said yes. They <laughs> yeah, here's would do my it. here's my scientific study. You wear a size size seven shoe and it's embarrassing. Um, I think you wear a size seven no. seven shoe. It, it's time for nine us. and a half. Let, let, let's end this podcast. Nine and a half might be an over. That's like me saying I'm five eight. Um, let's end this podcast now. Um, I, I was going to ask for closing thoughts, but really I want to go home so that's just going to be the end of it so for Don't will forget to subscribe to and jason iTunes. and pete iTunes. go ahead will subscribe. i'm nick will take us out don't forget to subscribe to itunes you can uh, leave a review rate us we would love it if you do that our bosses like it uh, we're enjoying great success tremendous success sad success with this podcast that was that was that was brinson's best impersonation of borat closing us out of the show sad, we enjoy sad. good success all right let's oh go my God, we're up to, hey we're up to this 51 is a very ratings. very successful we got, podcast we got three. <laughs> What do we got, Princeton? 51 one? Three, three ratings over the weekend. We appreciate that. Keep them coming. Oh, uh, we'll be back on Tuesday or Wednesday to play uh, Hot Take hot or Just take. Right. Hot Take or Just Right. And in, between, in the meantime, I'm going to get my, my back waxed. Pete's going to get his back waxed. Later, everybody. Pete's going to get a Brazilian. In the meantime, Pete's going to get a Brazilian. We'll see you guys on Tuesday or Wednesday for Jason. Like, for Pete Briscoe, Nick Costas, and Bo Later.